unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. If we don't end New Year's Eve by shouting Jumanji <laughs> instead of Happy New Year, I mean, what was the point? <laughs> of, you know, seriously, no. Wow, what a year this has been. 2020 is, uh, is now, it's meme famous. I think this, 2020 has probably acquired the most memes of any year. Well, part of it ever. is because it's 2020. It's just like a very it, like it, a it was, nice round mm. year to blame all of our trauma on. Yeah, you know? which is so sad because I was looking forward to the 20s. I was like, going to bring back the, the roaring 20s. 20s. Yeah, I was yeah. like, let's all wear top hats and, and tuxedos around town and, <laughs> and, you know, whatever. Let's just live out awesome. the Great Gatsby, but wholesome this time. Yeah. Like... The Latter-day Saint, Great Gatsby. Yeah, and also I think just the promise of a new decade, a new start, is always just really exciting. Yeah. And it was a year that I think was just marked by a lot of struggle for everyone. Right, from day one. Really. Um, so the most obvious so struggle was the pandemic. I yeah. mean, COVID-19 just threw everyone through a loop. Um, because people couldn't leave their homes for, like, months. And that's crazy and we still can hardly leave our homes if anybody is out there i can provide food i can provide shelter i can provide toilet paper i mean we have this thing like, yeah what is this i don't even this is ridiculous <laughs> um yeah I don't, even, I don't know. It's just really interesting. Um, there's people have to wear masks. Um, people haven't been able to see their friends and family. People, so a lot of people are out of work. There's a lot of mental health struggles because people aren't um, able to connect with their loved ones as yeah. easily. Um, yeah, they've lost uh, that that human contact, mm -hmm. even like contact with the sun. Mm -hmm. You know, because people are just inside all the time. Um, it's true. Working from home. I know, like a lot of adjustments there. I've, this whole, ever since the pandemic, I've been working from home. Uh -huh, and me I've, too. I kind of like, in the film career mm -hmm. path, I was kind of, it was my goal to eventually just work from home. Mm -hmm. And man, after these last nine months, I don't know if I want that. Because I don't yeah. ever leave my house. Yeah. I just don't. Because there's no reason to. And there's this. All of my classes are online. Yeah. My work is all online. There's this loneliness I think that this stems from that, this chronic loneliness, I think that we're all feeling. Also, just like kind of a heaviness from it yeah. um, in general. Like, work could be going fine. Let's say that you are lucky enough to have kept your job. You still are in classes full time. And yeah, technically, everything's fine. I just feel like there's a weight, you yes. know, from from everything. Um, and then one day, you it occurs to you that you haven't tasted fresh air in about seven and a half days. <laughs> <laughs> and... That's a startling revelation. Uh, like, there's just been mm -hmm. differences, and differences of opinion, I think, has been one of the toughest things, is because right. everyone's just fighting about it all the time. Oh my gosh, like, yeah. People refuse to, to quarantine and to wear masks and do all those things, and then other people are like... It's been oh. a very politicized issue. Yeah, um, with that, divisive. actually, it was an election year. Yeah, on top of that's a true. pandemic. And, um, and the only election that... I didn't think it was possible to top the craziness of the 2016 election. Yeah. But we did. Somehow it, it managed. The divisiveness. 
Um, and the anger, I think, was just off the charts. Um, Constant. And politics. we're not here to talk really about politics or get into it at all. But yeah. I think that what we can all agree is that um, people were kind of turning on each other online and yeah, in hard. person in family gatherings and um, <sighs> just very divided on political issues and not seeing people for for people. You know yeah. what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Just just heavy there as well. Yeah. I also didn't even realize this, but the Olympics were supposed to happen this year in oh Tokyo. Oh, gosh. And they got pushed back a year. This is like the first time ever since the Olympics started that we just went without the Olympics. Oh, my goodness. That's like, crazy. We even had the Olympics in Nazi Germany, for crying out loud. And then, but, but here, That's 2020, crazy. we postponed it. Like, and then also insane. just like sports were canceled. Yeah, sports canceled. Um, I was highly devastated when The Bachelorette was canceled for a little bit, but it came back, thank goodness. So hard. That, that is the, <laughs> that's the highlight of the year. It's just... Yeah. yeah. Another really big theme of this year, rightly so, very important, was the protests. Um, yeah. The Ahmed, Black Lives Matter protests. Ahmed Arbery, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, killed by the police, leading to nationwide protests. Yes. Um, uh, and just outrage. And it was... Right? Crazy. And super sad, too, all over the place. Like, on both sides. Uh, the issue is just... Right. There's, well, there's no, like, side that you can side against, really, because both of them are... Under, like, both sides are understandably... Well, and I think and what sad. Um, is sad is that we started to hear so many stories of pain, and I think people started to have to yeah. look inward and change their hearts in the way that they view race conversations. But it just, mean, it just meant that 2020 has just been really like emotionally draining right and just like yeah, really difficult i think for, sure. for everyone and and i think you're i think that is one of the uh one of the good things that will come out of mm-hmm. 2020 is the fact that there has been so much introspection mm-hmm. on people is that um we really have been forced to turn inward and look at ourselves and like try to examine the way that we see life mm-hmm. and the way that we see other people mm-hmm. and um i think I hope, anyway, that 2020 will bring about a lot of positive changes. Do you feel like you've grown during this year? Like, even though we've had to stay home, we haven't been able to, like, get out and experience the world as much as normal. Like, do you feel like you've still, like, changed as a person throughout 2020? Oh, yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting because in some ways I feel like I've almost moved backwards. Mm-hmm. But in other ways I've, I've moved forward. It's like I've traded some qualities mm. for others. Can you be um, specific? I'm just curious. Uh... For example, I feel like I, uh, I've i developed more anxiety. Oh, which me too! <laughs> uh, and I've, I've never in my life, I've never had uh, an anxiety attack. But this semester, I started having this. And I don't even yeah. have like a huge workload yeah. in, my, in school. Um, but certain things just became impossible for me to do. And I've never experienced that before, ever. And uh, I don't know if it's if I can attribute it to specific things that happened in 2020, mm-hmm. but it could just be like the the, cum- the accumulation of everything. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's, um, it's interesting. So that's, that's one way that I I think that's so brave of you to share because that literally that's really been very similar to what I've experienced as well. Like I've never really struggled to get up and go to class and go to work, and right. it has been so hard to get out of bed some mornings. Like it yeah. just has, and really. I don't think that I've had, um, like, a diagnosed, like, mental health um, concern that I've had to address. Like, so many do. I've been very lucky in that way. But I've felt those, like, 
anxious and, and like I, I felt anxious and depressed unlike ever before. And it's yeah. been really interesting and the very like working through that has been really difficult. Yeah. Also a chance to grow though. It's just been weird. Yeah, no, and it, it, it helps you learn about yourself and uh, the importance of taking care of your own mental health. Mm-hmm. I think like you start to think about, okay, what do I actually need? Because before it used to be, whenever I thought about what I needed, it was, it felt selfish. Like mm-hmm. I'm focusing too much on myself, but now I realize that if I don't take care of myself, I cannot function in behalf of my wife and my baby. Like I need to be able to be there for them. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that unless I'm also taking care of myself. So it's no longer a selfish issue. It's just about, it's just practical. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. been uh, one of the big ways that I've, uh, one of the big things that I've learned this year. And this is a side note because I would be uh, remiss to not mention it, but I had a baby this year and mm-hmm. I've learned how to be a father. And, uh, it's definitely a new experience and has changed me in in permanent, very permanent ways. Um, 2020 for me has characterized a year of trying to make smart moves so I can graduate um, in April, this upcoming April. Oh, nice. Um, trying to learn how to be more independent and prepare for the future and accepting that there's a certain degree of... Um, just serendipity to life and that's a lot of it is out of my control and I can't plan for everything and that's what I want to do I want to be able to predict the end from the beginning and just like be safe all the time but just you kind of have to leap just like I'm sure you had no idea like the best way that you were going to be able to be a father in 2020 and I don't know if I'm going to be homeless when I graduate but like you just kind of have to have faith that like I'm going to do the best I can I'm going to have faith in the Lord I'm going to like learn how to take care of myself and then like we're just going to take a step forward and trust that yeah. it's going to work out and i think that's what i look forward to the most is because i just trust that things that things will work out and as you were talking it reminded me of of the uh, i'm gonna get book of mormony and i'm, gonna talk I'm about, about to get doctrine and covenancy uh, so let's yes, do it <laughs> cool um first nephi one of the most interesting things that I came across, and I, I kind of breezed over it like my whole life, and then one day it just kind of struck me, is uh, when he's talking about how they were traveling in the wilderness, he mentions in passing that God told them that they couldn't have fire. There's a lot of different possibilities as to why, but the Lord explains that he wanted them to know that when they got to the promised land, that they would know that they didn't get themselves there. Like, he kept them warm. He was their light in the wilderness. He cooked their food. Like, he took care of them. And if they had fire, then they wouldn't have needed him as much. Right. And they could have got there by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so depriving them of their fire allowed them to learn how to trust him. Mm-hmm. And then that increased that, that strength in their relationship. Yeah. And so this year of 2020, we've gone without fire. There's a lot of things that we've gone without, whether that's human contact or the sun <laughs> or... Um, or even just being comfortable. Or having a job. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people yeah. lost their jobs or loved ones. And... I'm not saying that the Lord is the one who, you know, took these things away from you, but mm-hmm. it is one of those opportunities where, like, you've lost your fire, and this is a chance to grow and make the Lord, allow the Lord to be your fire. Yes. And, uh, and grow closer to Him that way. That reminded me of one of my favorite experiences in Doctrine and Covenants. Um, it's talking about the prophet Joseph Smith when he was imprisoned in Liberty Jail. Yes. And you would think that a prophet of God would be shielded from things like, persecution and starvation and being cold and being in jail um, because he was so righteous. But that wasn't the case. Um, He was imprisoned in this 
like concrete box in the middle of winter for months. Um, and he prayed and asked Heavenly Father why he was continuing to allow all this stuff happen, not only to him, but to the people he was in prison with, and then also the saints who were being scattered all over. Um, that he could do nothing about. And he could do nothing. And that was probably the thing that like was the most trying, right? And the Lord answered his prayer in a very direct revelation in DNC 121. He said, My son, peace be unto thy soul. Thine adversity and thine afflictions shall be but a small moment. And then if thou endure it well, God shall exalt thee on high. Heavenly Father is acutely aware of all the struggles in our life and has actually allowed them to be there because he has a plan and knows that they are going to be for our good. And we can't see it. But how often do we come out on the other end more empathetic, more capable, more disciplined, more Mm -hmm. faithful? Yeah. And that's not the way that we wanted to achieve growth, but it's the only way. It really is. Really. You have to be, like, your heart has to be dug up. And I think the word is harrowed. <laughs> Sometimes we just, yeah. we get we get comfortable. We get a little bit hardened, maybe. And so yeah. we have to go through these trials to, you know, to open up our right. hearts that and way. And so I feel like when, when you feel that resistance, we can try to retrain our brains to think of that as, oh, this is growth happening right now hmm. in real time. Um, and try to reframe it in that positive light and approach it with faith instead of despair. So much easier said than done. I'm a huge hypocrite, but like, hopefully, eventually one day we, that can be our mindset. Yeah. Man, I didn't expect this conversation to go in this direction. But No, me neither. I, I think this is where it needed to go. I'm just reminded of, obviously, the Savior and his sacrifice. He suffered more than anyone. Um, he literally felt all the struggles of 2020 amid everything else. But he knows exactly how uncomfortable and trying this year was for us. And he has perfect empathy. Anyway, if anyone is struggling with feelings of despair, I think there's a couple things we can do. One, we live in the information age where we can have access to great resources about mental health and connection. Um, So we should use those tools and we should connect with people and we should connect with mental health professionals and use those. And then also further our faith in Jesus Christ and try to learn from this and become the people that he wants us to be through this. Amen. As, as hard as 2020 has been, uh, let's, let's make it worth it. Let's make it worthwhile. I am like the scripture says, all things can be turned to good for those of us who walk uprightly before God, you know, and that includes 2020. Uh, Because 2021 is probably going to be difficult too. Um, I don't think all of our trials are going to go away on January 1st, so we have the opportunity to be a beacon of hope and light to the people around us. Yes, and uh, but we need to grow from 2020 if we are going to confront 2021 with any amount of strength that we need to. I just have to say, this is like my last thought about 2020. If we don't end New Year's Eve by shouting Jumanji instead of Happy New Year, I mean, what was the point? <laughs> you know, seriously, though. No. <laughs> Happy New Year's, guys. Um, go into 2021 with that mindset and let us know um, what you learned from 2020. We, yeah. We'd love to hear in the comments below. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.